Ladies and gentlemen, the Hold Up Podcast. Hold up. Wow, really reserved. Was it? It felt Yeah, it seemed oh. really reserved. Oh, it felt it felt all right. I I don't know. I mean, it was fine. It was it, it fine even seems rude. It was it was great. Yeah. Okay, maybe it wasn't great. Hold no, on, it, me... it, but it, it felt like it had good diaphragm, so I I'm content yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'm John Stenning. Justin Adam K. We're here with Rick LaParade. Rick, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I, I also expected a little more from the clap, as you guys warned me before we went on the air. So I was, ex- for, I was expecting to be startled. I want to say maybe it was our last guest was actually a little bit like caught off guard by hmm. the hold up. Um, and I so maybe that is it's is that something is that in your psyche? Is that what's happening to you, my friend? Maybe, maybe, because he was kind of the first video guest to be like legitimately like uh, startled via video. Yeah. Okay. Let's not call him out too much. Well. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Was it Scott Hamilton? Was Scott Hamilton? Like, it wasn't. No, Scott was oh, in it. person, and that was a while. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Um, damn it, I was hoping it was yeah. Scott. As long as no. this episode is better than the Scott episode, I'm happy. Oh wow, that's really you're really. <laughs> well, I, I feel like immediately by calling no, out, you want to be better. We I just want to be do better. Be- I just want to do better than Scott. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, Whatever I love the competition. Sort of competition you have you going with other great. guests. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm all about feuding with people that don't know you're feuding and competition like that. Uh, like I'm. I'm more like, about feuding with you. I feel like. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever gets us through, you know. Yeah. Whatever um, creates this great banter, you know, it, it's work. It works. Yeah, works is in quotes, but you can't see that because this is a podcast. Um, <laughs> what do they uh, call that? Sparring? We're good. We're good word sparring or whatever. Are we good at that? I think we're good at that. I enjoy. I it. think I give you shit and you put up with it. That's how I. Yeah, but it. I, I, like, I always have a comeback. I. Think. Oh, okay. Now you're giving yourself credit. Okay. Like of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rick, you know, a show where we talk about nostalgia, childhood, things that you liked growing up. We were sort of talking about you were you were mentioning a couple of things you might have wanted to talk about. Uh, so before we get into your pick, what were the things that you were just telling us about things that like, you know, shaped your childhood? You were saying, I mean, the two main ones were professional wrestling and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, and speaking of feuds, I am all about starting like 80s heel feuds with people. I'm I'm all about that life. What did you say? Like, he, like heel? Like, yeah, heel? Yeah, like a bad guy, like the a bad, bad guy in wrestling. Yeah. Oh, heel. like I, I don't mean to like sidetrack too much, but like, so my buddy Phil and I, we, we actually, he, he does a uh, subcontracting work with our, with our friend Brad, who we graduated with. And, um, you know, Phil and his wife are kind of like in this, like kind of feud. So I, I pitched the idea that we show up to, you know, Brad's house and we have his wife airbrushed on our pants <laughs> and then we show up like ravishing Rick Rude. And it was like great. This. It was a great idea until we looked up the price of, actually airbrushing someone's wife on your pants and it's like 300 bucks like that's a commitment for a joke yeah that's like uh yeah. you really gotta commit to that joke that's almost like, like a ps5 like i like brad i don't really want to like fight the guy or anything yeah. you know like and what are you gonna do with those pants after? and what do i do with the pants yeah they're not really it's not practical at all you'd have to give them to the wife probably because she could be the only one that would wear pants with her face on it anything else is maybe weird Right, but even that in itself is pretty weird. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But also, now, hilarious. Justin would wear pants with his own face on. I, I can't. A lot of people would. I cannot stress <laughs> enough that I definitely would do that. I have a, I have a um, a shirt with 
uh, a former like podcast that I used to do that was the logo was me and the other post. And that was the logo with like our words. And someone put that on a shirt for us. And I, I wore that shirt all the time. That's incredible. Yeah. I uh, actually you... have an observation. I'm sorry, but no, I, go I, ahead. I please call this out, but I it's, it's actually my first time seeing Justin, like, you know, like in, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, I like where this is. I going. mean, I've seen like the IG and everything, but see him at looks, work. It will. Well, yeah, but it looks like, it looks like, um, do you know the wrestler MJF? Yes. All right. No. It, Justin kind of looks like if MJF and Esoteric from um, okay. what's it okay. called? Uh, uh, Frank. God damn it! Like uh, Zarface from hip hop. Favorite group from rap. Yes. <laughs> like MJF and Zarface went in that thing from the fly, and then boom, Justin. I, saying that Justin looks like MJF is so funny because he is such. Like a confident, not that Justin isn't confident, but he's such like a cocky motherfucker. It's so funny. Uh, Justin is now Googling him. Uh, let's get you just like a nice Burberry scarf, Justin. And you, you can know, your shirt off. I, what a compliment. Yeah, I will I know. be this was MJF all day, every day. I like his scarf. I like yeah. that look yeah. he's got going on. He's like preppy wrestler. He's great. Yeah. I, they're not bad looking dudes. Like, I mean, Seamus is no, an no. awesome guy and MJF. No, I like his hair. Great, That's so. a hairstyle I, you know, at one point have had. You kind of have it from the profile right now. I wish people could see it. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I like that hair. I like that. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a legendary douchebag of wrestling. Justin's like, yes, call me him, please. <laughs> well, I didn't say call me him. Uh, oh, you wanna... love it. You love every I want to say I, I'd like to look like him. You're a little bit more, even. Also, the only guy who maintains kayfabe, which is huge. Maintains what? Kayfabe. So uh, kayfabe is a wrestling trope that um, used to be really popular 80s and 90s, where no matter oh, where you were, gotcha. like if you're at Denny's and you're All the, the time he's on, you're the Undertaker. The people That's started awesome. breaking it when you know like they started breaking like the fourth wall and everything sure. like that. But because Mick Foley's just gonna live his life, somewhere. Mick Foley's just gonna be Mick Foley. He can't be Cactus Jack all the time. time. Exactly. Right. He's just gonna be Mick Foley, and he's funny. He's gonna write a kid's book, but it's weird if it comes from Cactus Jack. It's exactly. okay if it comes from, you know, Uncle Mick. <laughs> but but um, the only person who, like, literally never turns it off is MJF. Wow. You know, I'm actually not as into that. I do believe he should turn it off uh, because, if he, especially if you're saying he's kind of a douchebag, because <laughs> people don't need that, and they don't all like wrestling, and it's not all a game to people. So, You know, I think you'd have to be more familiar with his character because his character is so... I, and I hate to just over say the, the word top. again, but like characterized, yeah, Ooh. over the top. And like, um, if you were to run into him and like he was just like a nice, like pleasant man to talk to, it'd be so strange, I think. It, yeah. Well, so, but you like wrestling. You still watch wrestling, right? So MJF, he's a current, a current wrestler. Absolutely. Right? And yeah, yeah, I mean, I've stuck with it. I, 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 um, I almost worked in the wrestling industry on five non-consecutive occasions. Um, not as, not as, you know, a wrestler. Cause I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, Hey, maybe, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I also think like, like sure. Anyone can be a wrestler. If you yeah. Like, anyone can be a wrestler. The right character. Absolutely. Eh, well, I mean, there's, there's, it, it's, it's a very good point. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, there's character, but then like, I mean, like I've like run against the ropes and shit and sure. like someone like Ted, like oh, so yes. much, so much respect, so much respect because for being in that, that type of shape, even the goddamn ropes hurt yeah they do <laughs> Every, yeah. everything in that ring hurts it hurts yeah i it shot hurts. a music video in a in a wrestling ring once and mm. like they like were they were building the rink while we were setting up and uh 
Wow. Wooden wooden boards underneath that sort of yeah. mat. Just like wooden wow. boards that run one in one direction. Yeah. And they're like basically two by fours. And so they're not attached to anything. So they're just laying on top of that frame. So that's what gives you the bounce and the give like underneath the canvas. But it's just two yeah. by fours. Like or maybe they're a little bit wider than that. But yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, I have gone through phases with wrestling. And like for the... I've never watched it. Because uh, A, it was like kind of like not allowed in my house when I probably would have gotten into it. And then I just passed it. But... I remember for a time thinking, oh, yeah, everything about this is real. And then I remember, like, not, you know, sort of being like, well, if I, at a point where I could watch it, I chose not to because I was like, well, it's all, it's all fake. Yeah. It's all, like, fake. And now, I, and I appreciate it now, even though I don't watch it, because it's like, well, even though the storylines are all concocted and, like, they kind of know the winners and losers, like. Right, you watch sitcoms, right? That's fake, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's probably, <laughs> I'd rather watch wrestling than reality TV, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, but my point being, those people still have to get in shape. They have to maintain their, their shape. They have to, like, be willing to, like, take a beating. I mean, it's not like some of the moves are a little bit, like, whatever, but some of it is, like, yeah, but to choreography you're falling on fucking two by fours. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that shit's not easy. If I do well, can I come back for a full-on wrestling episode? Because absolutely, like all I want to do. Yeah, right it just can't be the highlights of Hulk Hogan. Otherwise, no, of course you're not. good. No, 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 of course not. No, but like to to uh, a point you made, Justin. When when I found out wrestling was fake, I was young. Like I was like real young, and it was literally like probably within a year of when I found out Santa wasn't real. You're right. Yeah, and I handled both situations very well. <laughs> like i don't handle things well a lot a lot you know i got crazy anxiety i pfft, i fly off the handle i i'm just you know i'm basically the crying game for a couple of days i'm just sitting in a shower once in a while just having a couple and getting through work and that's it but i handled santa and wrestling really well and i'm very proud of that nice very cool and so like why, why do you think that was you're just like yeah that actually makes more, i had more anxiety thinking it was real so now uh, this actually makes sense to me well the two dollar versions of both stories are one was you know i i used to get sick every christmas like literally the first 15 years of my life i would just be deathly ill 103 104 fever like couldn't move couldn't open presents couldn't do shit uh probably first 12 years 15 was an overstretch apologies um, but basically, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little kid. I wake up, I hear noise. I'm all feverish and crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that shit's going on here. I probably said that in Italian because I could speak Italian then. And I come around a corner and I, I expected to see Santa. And then all of a sudden I hear swearing in Italian. And I look and it's my grandfather and my mom building the flag, the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Oh, wow. So, so part of me is like, oh my God, Santa's not real. The other part of me was like, who gives a shit? I got the flag. And I was right. just like, I'm going to bed. Fuck this. Like, and then, wow. <laughs> it was awesome. I couldn't play with it for three days because I was, you know, deathly ill. And wrestling, when I found out wrestling wasn't real, I had a frank conversation with my grandfather and he told me all about it, what it used to be compared to like the story type stuff. And he yeah. goes, now they have writers and stuff. And me being like six, I was at the time, I'm trying to draw comic books and write them myself. But I, I draw, even my stick figures are terrible. It's, it's awful. It just, it, it's embarrassing. <laughs> so were you trying to like come up with your own like wrestling storylines, even from a young age? The second I heard you could write it, I was yeah. like, welp, 
I'm now playing with figures differently and no one would play with me um, with action figures anymore because once I figured wrestling wasn't real and I could write that, everything was story-based and it would take right. like hours to get right right because you're like setting cool. up a whole world for your action yeah. figures I'm yeah it's not just about like oh i'm wrestling this with other wrestlers it's like no no, no we gotta you gotta get there, there. needs to be a backstory there. there needs to be yeah. motivation there's what yeah. it is there's backstage segments yeah. there's commentary right. like we gotta hit yeah. we gotta do all this yeah. <laughs> and people just wanted to hit things together and i didn't like that because you know i don't want my shit broke isn't that like i i remember any action figures Hours would go by setting it up. Oh, yeah. I'd build a display of some kind, and, like, I had to have all the figures of all the sets so that, like, I could have this perfect world of whatever. I have no memory of playing with them at all. I just remember setting them up. I'm sure I did, but I the memory is not there of that. That's playing like with Christmas. them. It's I guess, like, yeah, that was me playing. Is that, like, I? Yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Actually, collecting yeah. when you're a kid, you know? Like... Yeah. Now, when you're an adult, it's okay to just buy an action figure. It's okay to just buy an action figure and put it on a shelf, you know? Like, yeah. when you're a kid, there's an expectation that you're going to, what, do something more with them? And sure, maybe if it's, like, a toy that has a parachute, you know, you're going to throw it off a frigging ledge or, you know, like a, an RC car you're going to actually play with. But, like, setting up action figures, like, like for me and my brother, that was, like, we were setting up big, big battle scenes, like, in, like, the whole basement, you know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah, we were never actually going to do the battle because, unfortunately, life isn't Toy Story. They're not going to come to life. But, like, right. no, it looks cool to put Batman and Robin, like, up on the top of the bookcase, like, looking down at Spider-Man, you know? Right. So that's why it's fun. I did Batman the battle Robin once. would beat Spider-Man. Right. I did the battle once, and it was very disappointing. To jump. Yeah, right. What do you do? I did the battle once. and you I smashed I the characters together? Like, what do you do? No, I, had, I mean, I acted everything out. Like, people oh. putting people... Because it was G.I. Joe's. So you were putting people in a chokehold? People are in chokeholds. They're fighting. Wow. I did it once and it was cool, but it still took like half the time that I did the setup. And at the end, I'm like, oh, fuck. right. Like, the well, setup is fun. I it just... looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're all in action. You're, you're taking time to pose them and stuff. Hmm. I used to make little shoebox dioramas so I could have smaller sets because if I had oh, unlimited nice. space, I'd have to use it all. Too much. I'd be right. like, I got to fill everything. Now I need. Now I'm gonna have to go outside and dig up plants, and you know. Have right, my you're late. You're like that. late for dinner. You haven't eaten in days because <laughs> you're just setting up your friggin' action figures. So right. You still got half a bin left. You know? Right. Because they were always in bins too. You know. That's right. Just like sure. a plastic bin. Mm-hmm. The bottom was dusty. There was always dust and a couple extra Lego pieces, maybe some hair. You know, just at the bottom of the bin. You know, I, I was always called on because, um, you know, called on by my my mom really, Justin, which. Like a like a hand or a gun or a or a cape, just what bit? Like she couldn't just put it in the bin because I'd freak out. Which bin does it go in? And I would know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the Batman bin. Oh, that's the that's you know that gun goes to that action figure. That goes to the Wolverine. That goes in the uh, X Men bin, the Marvel bin. You know, it was like I, know, I was so anal retentive. No, I did the same thing. Yeah. I had labeled wine boxes. You know those like old wine boxes. Wow. I would use those and I would label them, and it would be like. You know, like Cobra Troopers one, like Cobra Troopers who have names, and then like, you know, like so like Destro's in one, and then like all my infantry is in another, and like I know where everything is, where the weapons were, and those were cool because it had like that little rail, where like you know like how the wine bottle like, oh, rests yeah. in it, but yeah. behind it like that bit of a wall was a little tall, so you could keep all the the weapons in there. Oh, that's nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, because those weapons they always end up everywhere. You got oh, yeah. little plastic bags and stuff, you know, it's tough. Hey. 
it like didn't matter what you did. Like if you didn't sort of dis kind of like what I'm thinking of, like the old studio used to be, where you would display your figures on the shelf. Yeah, they're just with they're just behind me. You just their can't shit see. in their hand. Yeah. If you were a kid and they didn't stay in their hand, that that stuff's gone. It's done. You're not gonna find it. It's gonna be gone forever. It's like. Yeah, as an adult, it's something that I like specifically. I'm like, okay, I am going to take this baggie and label the bag and put all of my Power Rangers yeah. accessories together and all my Marvel accessories mm -hmm. together. You know, like that's just how you got to do it. Because right. every once in a while, you're you're looking around and you're like, dang, where's friggin' Black Panther's other head? I want to put the Chadwick Boseman head on, not the mask head. You know, and you just luckily I have it still. You know, right? So it's good. I learned a bad lesson, and, and that's why I had to be so anal retentive with categorizing stuff, because when I was super young, we moved. And so I had this huge-ass battle. I didn't involve my G.I. Joes. They weren't the proper scale, but, like, it was, like, my Transformers, my He-Man, my Thundercats, and I had this, like, huge thing. Someone died. I meticulously buried them in a little box wow. in the backyard. Now, here's oh where I'm God. an idiot. I thought I'd be coming back. <laughs> sure you're a kid you're, it's a we kid didn't logic. come back so yeah. so <laughs> the backyard of my old house only a few miles from me all my old action <laughs> figures are buried in the backyard and one day i want to make enough money where the people who own the house won't get pissed if i goonies it oh i think fun. i feel like you could go ask right now and be like i used to live here as a kid and i buried some action figures and um I want to. I want to dig him up to give him. I'd like to kid. dig up your backyard. That'd be no so weird. What? No one would be okay with that. I'd be okay. No with one that. would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. If a, if a, well, I'd say if a kid came up and and said that to me, I definitely would be okay with it. Yeah. I think well, if you came up, Rick, I I might be like, no, no, no. I, how do I know you used to live here? Show me a picture of you right. in this house, and I'll and I'll consider it. Yeah, there's That's so what, many questions. Yeah, I'd be That's like, I want to see the figures when you're done. Post it on Instagram. Let's see if we can get famous. That's what I, I'd be all about getting Instagram famous from mm -hmm. this situation. Oh, my God. Man, you I wish you lived in my, old, in my house, Rick. This would be great. Ah, shit. I even had a hole open in my backyard. Huge six-foot hole. Could have had, your, had uh, the action figures in it, but now that's filled, so we're never getting those. Well, back. I'm glad we met now so we can still bury stuff together, but yeah. let's get down to brass tacks. We should offline talk about how we get my action figures back. We yeah. should, because honestly... In a, a non-crime way. No, but honestly, it'd be very fun to do. It would be really fun to get yeah. them back. Imagine that. I mean, you know where the house is. I, I know exactly where the house is. Yeah. And has it, has it been the same people since you moved out of it? Do you know I that? actually has never it? looked on Zillow or anything. Yeah, I that no doesn't ma do you think that matters? Um. Well... There might be some element of like remembering you somehow, but I I don't know I I guess what no, no there probably wouldn't. not no, no they would they would, they would have no do you know idea the kid who used to just live who just moved out of your house that you just moved into Justin yeah, that you literally never well I know the lady you never she was met just a, it was just a lady but I know her lawyer <laughs> you don't know her her nephew that buried his toys in your backyard well, no, not her nephew <laughs> also you just skimmed over the fact that you had a six foot deep hole in your backyard what the fuck did, are you doing he did glaze over that a lot dude. Get what this. are you doing? We, okay, we Elise was walking the dog in the backyard, and then all of a sudden her leg fell through this hole. You have a sinkhole in your backyard. So it seemed like a sinkhole. But, like, a sinkhole generally is not that deep. I mean, what? they can be, I guess, but, like, it just... Something about this didn't seem quite right. She lost her slipper. 
If the dog fell in it, would have been really bad. Laugh. I'm sorry to laugh. No, it's, it's, wait, is it like quicksand? Do you have quicksand? No, no, no. no. So, so then we went out there, and basically, I could like, it's like I could get 13 inches around, and it's like perfectly cylindrical down, and it was brick lined all the way down oh. for six feet. So like, it was either an old septic tank or an old well. Um, that so dude, what do you do? You filled it with dirt. Filled it with dirt. That's some Jeepers Creepers shit right there. Half a yard of dirt. Up. Yeah, we should have. Du- you should have told me, and we should have dug further. Cause who knows? It was pretty creepy. Like I, uh, and then it and it went out, like under, like under, like once you got to the bottom, it went like out. So I don't know how far. I really don't know how far it is. And like I'm hopeful that I filled it. This with could enough. have been a treasure hunt. Could you realize what we missed out on? If you guys ever do a treasure hunt podcast, I was a real weird little kid, and I have like fucking like twenty Goonie stories I can tell y'all. Well, <laughs> I, Goonie story one back. is we got to go back to this house and dig up those I toys. Well, yeah, well, that's well, that'll be the live episode where we recap. Yeah, yeah. Goonies, <laughs> wow, Goonies is so good. It's so good. Um, uh, wow. Of stories. I'm so sorry. I no, don't be sorry. What are you I sorry just, for? I just, I just talk. Hey, remember you wanted to be better than than whoever. This is this is how we get there, you know. Oh, great! I feel oh, like we're Scott, already there. I mean, Scott, Scott Justin. Scott. I think Rick can play into the being better than Scott thing. It's kind of fucking like you. Oh, it's weird do that, that I'm into it. I'm, well, I'm, I'm just I don't know who the other, like I you know I'm trying to not remit like purposely put the other guest like on the hot seat. I'm just like trying to build up. I understand. Feud. I understand. I'm no, trying to instigate, not, listen, throw I fire. Scott, I work with him every day, but like. You know, if I'm going to be on a podcast and I don't do better than Scott, like, fuck me, it's, right? I don't know. <laughs> Scott was great. Scott was great. <laughs> what am I going to do? Shit. I literally, uh, I'm literally funny for a living, for fuck's sakes. Look. So Scott Scott was on, and uh, for those of you who might not know or don't remember, we talked about Flash Gordon. Uh, so, Rick, what did you bring today to compete against Flash Gordon? <laughs> fuck, dude. It's a tough I, pick. It's a tough I, pick to go against. I mean, to go against Flash Gordon, because yeah, that's what we're doing now. There's a battle royale between our guests. <laughs> going against it's you know, the so worst funny. thing you could do as it's, podcast hosts. It's really funny that you, we mentioned Flash Gordon. I saw at a comic book shop uh, in Somerville that I, uh, that I follow on Facebook, they were posting, like, there's all new Flash Gordon figures or lunchboxes oh, no. or some shit that came out. And uh, all I did was leave a comment of the video of when Flash Gordon shows up and Ted and they do coke together, which was super <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> I'm going to find it and tag Scott. Yo, dude, your boys are back. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, what did you pick, uh, Rick? Sorry, I jumped in there. No, no, don't apologize. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm just lamenting the fact that I didn't pick wrestling or like eight of the other things we've been talking about. I picked Jim Henson's The Storyteller because it was, it's, it's like my favorite show ever that I never watch. Favorite show ever that you never watch now nowadays? Right. I mean, because I, I, I I'll rewatch them and I'll burn them all in a day. But there's only like eight, and I'm like, are you kidding me? That's it. So you're yeah. someone who rewatch? Do you rewatch a lot of things? Oh, I rewatch the shit out of things. It's real hard for me to start something new. Movies, TV, whatever it totally. is, you rewatch yeah. stuff. It's yeah. an anxiety thing for the most. Yeah, same. Part. The comfort of rewatching yeah. something is uh is amazing. It's yeah. like a, it's a little blanket. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. I do find that even something new that I watch needs to have the comfort level of I need to sort of be familiar with like the property that it is, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Or I need to know that the people involved, whether that be actors or directors or writers, 
have already done something that I'm really into. Like, yeah, it's less of a leap of faith that yeah, way. Right. It's more. Totally. It's a com- It's a yeah. It's totally a comfort thing. Yeah, like um, I think of Ted Lasso, right? Like that's Bill Lawrence. That's the Scrubs guy. I'm there, right? Like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I I got the same thing. It's like you know, people over talk things, and they're like, oh, you know, this is great, this is great, this is great. But I've been let down so many times. I'm like, I don't really. I don't really yeah. care. I also, I'm not like a big go to the movie theater person. Like, I don't need to see something like the night it opens. Ex- I mean, a couple exceptions. Like, sure. If it's Batman, yeah. I'm going to go see it the night before. But other than that, I don't really give a shit. I'll, I'll see it eventually. And I don't care about spoilers either. Spoilers are good. Tell me. Tell me if it's That stinks. is right where it's at, Rick. I am in that camp for sure. I want to know if it stinks. And I also want to know what happens. You know? Like- yeah. And it takes the anxiety. <laughs> Away from like not knowing something, and you could just watch it, and I can enjoy it. it. Exactly. I don't know what's the post-credit scene going to be, and it's like going through my head the whole fucking time. Oh, that I always look up. That is like I'm in the theater, credits come up, and I'm like, okay, do I need to sit here or can I leave? That's what I. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, as soon as the movie gets announced, I just look it up and see if it leaked, and I'm like, can I read about it? Can I just know what happens? (laughs) Wow, that's wild. Yeah, you gotta just that way. You just take like. Because otherwise you live with anxiety, and I want I, I try to eliminate as much of that as possible. Ditto. Yep. With there's a, there's been scientific studies about spoilers, John. Did you know about that? It's true, Justin. You are. It's like you don't know me when you say these this dumb shit to me. Like you think <laughs> I give a fuck about some dumbass study. First of all, who did it? I don't care. How many people are involved? I don't care. I don't like spoilers in some dumbass, oh, Carnegie Mellon did a fucking study. I don't give a fucking shit about what you think about spoilers. I don't like them, and I'm not going to. But that also doesn't mean I'm saying you can't, like, do them. But when you try to spoil something for me on Twitter when I'm watching a movie, you can go fuck yourself. I What did I spoil on Twitter? I feel I'm like just I- saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes you cross the line. You've crossed the line before. Oh, that's true. I I, I have been so across keep the Twitter it, line. Keep it to your own. If you're you know your own sort of ways of living your life, do your thing. I'm not I'm not here to tell you to stop, but it's just not for me. I hear you, Understood. and I don't care about the stupid study. God, I hate it. It's like the fucking is a hot dog a fucking sandwich or whatever. Oh, the fuck what do you up. think, Rick? <laughs> no storyteller. So Rick, the storyteller. It's a British, according to Wikipedia, a British live-action puppet television series, right? You mentioned it's, it's a Jim Henson production. Yeah. Uh, it was aired in, aired in 1987, and uh, I guess some, some reruns were featured in the Jim Henson Hour, which I don't really don't remember, remember that. that much. Um, I don't remember too much. I do remember in the Jim Henson Hour, there was a white lion. Yes. It was like an overarching thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and the yeah. white lion would like either tell you the story or is with you well, someone like who told hop- you the story. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So this uh, is a Jim Henson production. Uh, this is something that I remember seeing like as a kid, but only upon rewatching it did it sort of like sort of like strike my memory bank. So, you know, there are definitely some people out there that don't know what it is. Rick, how how would you describe it in the sort of elevator pitch type of scenario? What Jim Henson's the storyteller sort of is about as a whole. I know we watched two specific episodes, which we'll talk about in just mm-hmm. a bit, but like the sort of basis of the show, what is what is it about? So it's basically um, the original fairy tales before they got Disney-fied. And it's told from the perspective of like, you know, the Jim Henson world, 
but in a darker tone where it leans more towards like Labyrinth and less towards like the Muppet show. So it's the same creature shop, the same creatures, like there's levity and everything like that. But at the same time, these old fairy tales are super fucked up <laughs> and, right. and it's awesome. So. Right. So you say undisnified, right? So like more of like a grim fairy tale. More, Yes. Uh, not but, something with like polish and shine on it necessarily, but a sort of a fairy tale that is going to teach a lesson or, you know, tell a story. But sometimes the story is going to be harrowing and it's going to be like, yeah gritty and stuff and that plus i think describing it like more like labyrinth than muppets is like a great way of putting it it's i would just, almost it's go edgier simps i mean henson stuff yeah. i would almost go dark crystal totally more than than yeah totally. yeah labyrinth i guess but like same thing yeah um because jim henson is dark crystal that's what i'm googling yep. right now it's um, all creature that's, shop. that's the it's vibes the that i was getting obviously um yeah yeah okay uh so yeah rick that was a great job of describing it each episode is hosted by like this. It's John Hurt. Yep. He's an old storyteller, and he's sitting around a fire, right, with his dog. Common theme in a lot of uh, Henson stuff, like the sort of dog sidekick. And he he tells these stories, right, like in front of this old school hearth, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and so the two episodes that we watched, uh, you know, actually, Rick, how would you prefer to talk about these two episodes? Which one do you want to talk about first? Is there? Do you have a sort of preference in that regard um the soldier in death was the first one i ever watched oh the, okay so that was the first one you ever watched and when when did you first see this show do you remember i so there's actually a um lengthy backstory to it it's not super lengthy I can oh it's great it that's yeah just no. yeah just go for it just okay so this is like why the show means so much to me so Hell the yeah. only time i've ever been to disney world in my life right my my grandfather my mom and um, my aunt, we all went. We saved her a while, so we had like go and like do the whole thing. Um, fortunately, we couldn't fly because my grandmother was afraid of flying, and so that means we all have to be. So we had to take a stupid train down. So we took wow. a train. That's we, just, we, as we a kid, a, that seems very exciting. <laughs> wow. It was, but it took two days, and it was weird. We just yeah, took right. a shitty train because yeah, you stop a lot, right? You gotta stop. You stop a lot. Uh, it was so yeah, shitty. And you're sleeping in like a fucking like a closet, basically. It was just so sure. crazy. Yeah. So we get down to the hotel. We meet up with, um, you know, my aunt and my cousin. They're actually not related to us, but because we're Italian, if you know someone sure. long enough, they're not in a cousin. So exactly. that's what I was raised with. And fuck it, my aunt, and my cousin. So my dickhead cousin um, was in the in the pool with me. And um, the next day I find out the fucking the idiot had goddamn chicken pox. So I got the chicken pox. So <laughs> I've so I have one day in Disney, right? I've literally yeah. one day before it like kicks in. I start feeling shitty, like the very first day we're going to the park. Everything I want to go on is closed because they're building MGM Studios. <laughs> so oh my god. They were built that's how old this is. So yeah. I um I went to uh, I went on the teacup thing and like yep. that wasn't a good idea considering I had the chicken pox and was coming down with it. And was like sick to my stomach and dizzy. And I saw Captain EO, that stupid Michael wow. Jackson movie where he the Michael Jackson movie right next to Space Mountain, which was close because they were building MGM Studios. Wow. And, then, and then we went to Epcot, and I just basically toured countries with my grandfather. So now it's seven o'clock at night. I'm in bed. Luckily, the hotel has HBO. And for some reason, for the next two days, they played nothing but the storyteller in Fraggle Rock. 
Wow, so HBO lucky used to you, kind of. Yeah. So the first episode I saw was The Soldier in Death, and I got hooked. And I was like, I hope there's more of this. And it played like five more times. And I was like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, I felt like shit, but whatever. Yeah, I think The Soldier... So we watched two episodes. The Soldier in Death is the one that you're talking about. The mm-hmm. other one we watched is called Fear Not. Um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, I think The Soldier in Death absolutely slaps. It is so good. What is Fear Not about? Before we get into The Soldier in Death, Rick... Fear not. Like each one is like about twenty two, twenty three minutes long, yep. right? Standard sort of TV format. Uh, there were eight episodes total. Is that right? Uh, yes, I believe so. so. Yeah. Um, so fear not. What is sort of the brief story of that one? We can sort of go over some of our favorite points. Fear not was, I mean, from my recollection of how to like sum it up, fear not was basically this guy who just wasn't afraid of anything, right? Ever, like. And that's why they called right. him Fear Not. They called him Fear Not. And they yeah. would they would send him on little expeditions, and he'd yep. do them. And you know, going to the it, dark forest. He's yep. not scared of shadows. He's not scared of monsters. Or not whatever. scared of anything. Slaps the dude with his buttons. Right. Makes a joke at him, and they don't know what to do. And you right. know, it was, it was but in the meantime, while he's doing these things, you learn that he has this sort of this sweetheart. Right. Yeah. He goes and he plays the fiddle to her. Like in between his like when he just goes out and runs errands for his dad, picking up buttons and not not being scared of anything. Right. <laughs> well, even he even go like pays to have like for like this I don't know guy that lives under the bridge troll guy. Like he's like, oh, you didn't really scare me, and I could pay you to like let me cross. But tell you what, I'll give you even more money if you can scare me. And then right, like, which I guess is the sec. I guess is what I was sort of getting to, right? Like he needs to. He he sees that it's a flaw, right? And he wants to be scared. He wants to have fear and it's because his dad his dad tells him that he needs to go out and find fear is that right yep yeah it's based on an old german folktale so right justin you were saying it's a oh yeah it's this like it's not the first guy that he meets up on the ledge right uh no it's like um There's, forget the, why it's the old fella yeah it's like, yes it's, it's right, like the right, right, other right, right. human in the right. story he's he's he reminded me of the um the guy that was watching the bridge in Monty Python, or he's like, what yeah. is your favorite color? <laughs> oh, like, sure, yes. That's who he was then like, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you money, you help me out. Right, right. Um, but it doesn't work. He can't even find fear from this guy, right? Yeah, they go to this, like, this creepy-ass castle. He, like, bowls the guy's head. Some other shit shows up, I think, and yeah. it, it gets real weird yeah. for a second, and yeah. Fear Not just laughs at, laughs at him. It, right. That whole scene was very bizarre. Like, it's haunted, and we can clear the haunting if we bowl with bones. Right. I, I, I thought I missed something, but I don't nope. think I did. No, no bowling clears hauntings. Yeah. That's yeah. canon. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it just happens. just what happens in that universe. Yep. Um, so he doesn't get scared. He ends up going back home, and what he finds his sweetheart is she hasn't, she hasn't woken up in friggin ever yeah because he's been gone right yep and she's all jacked up and then he actually gets afraid and that strikes fear into him that he's yeah. gonna lose her and, right. and it's like oh then, my god wow. oh yes afraid. love and, you know now he's rich because he has that castle that, right that he bowled the ghosts away it is a weird lesson that like, <laughs> yeah, what, like are, what is I, the lesson that they're teaching 
is it that like okay maybe like the greatest thing that you want is right under your nose instead of having to go out and venture to find something but at the same time there's this weird like isn't like isn't not being afraid the kind of good like it has yes. benefits you know yeah. being brave and like knowing that okay something might scare me but i'm going to overcome it like that's huge and this guy's like it's and, it is a weird lesson yeah because he doesn't really <laughs> learn that lesson that no, like having a little bit of lesson. fear no. makes you value when you do overcome it that you value it. you don't you don't really they don't get that no, basically, this was like um, like a medieval version of Fear Factor, where he just passed <laughs> he just passed yeah. like all the fear tests and got rewarded right. with a castle and like yeah, you know, like some smoking hot chick to marry. Yeah, yeah, that he just needed to like kiss her. Yeah, and she wakes up. That's it. Yeah, well, maybe he, he had to his fiddle. Yeah, he had to be afraid of hoodies, maybe or something. <laughs> yeah, um, but I want, I'm not saying that Fear Not was a bad was a bad episode. It was really good, and I think a lot of the uh, and it's sort of the reoccurring themes of like the cool set design that they use, right? Because they're because they are using the puppets in the whole scenario, so there's a lot of like painted backdrops and like really sort of soft lighting that's very fairy tale esque. And I think there's a lot of that stuff that I enjoy in in that episode. The, I guess in both episodes, the fish the fish guy was in that one, right? Was in yep. Fear Not. That was like yeah. such a cool puppet. I really yes. liked the fish guy. Oh, with the daughters. Yeah, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy, like the sort of catfish-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. the the nymphs, like try to yes, lure you, yes, drown yes. yourself. And... Right, right, right. It's yeah, real it dark too. It like, is dark. It's yeah. real dark. Yeah. Um, and so the the other episode that we watch, right, is um, uh, what and death? The soldier and death. The soldier and death. Yeah. And so Rick, what is that one about? So it's this, um, it's this hero who was in some great war and is returning back to his homeland and. He wants to have, you know, an audience with like uh, whatever noble lives in a castle, but it gets taken over by devils. And he's a real good guy, so we like he helps a couple people out along the way, and they give him some cool shit. Like one guy gives him a whistle, one guy gives him I forgot what else. They give him the second thing, but the third thing is the sack. They right. give him this bag, and whatever you want, you just call into it. So and it zips right into the bag, and it just whoop, zips right. right on in. Anytime Justin pisses me off, I say. Get, get in the, the fucking bag. Get in the sack. Get and the it just sack. goes. Yeah. Just goes right in. Yeah. And so, yeah, he goes to the, the, the place where the devils are, where they drink and gamble. And he. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the second thing was the deck of cards that all the deck of cards that I'll never lose. Yes. So right. he's got he's got the, the stack deck. He's got the bag. Right. He beats and a great whistle. And a great whistle. It's very. Um, do you guys either either of you ever play the King's Quest computer games growing up? Negative. No. vaguely remember them i did and, play but i wasn't super into them gotcha this reminds me of that it's like you you get the perfect set of things that immediately help you <laughs> yeah it's like, like Harry and you kind of do little to earn the things along the way they're just sort of like take them as you go yeah 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 it's but like, anyway here's half a loaf of bread oh here's half a piece of bread he's like well here's a magic bag that i can call anything into it it's like but why didn't you just call geese into the bag if you're so hungry like, right <laughs> Call yeah. So he has these three things, and like you said, he goes and he he goes to this castle that's being run by devils. So overrun, but no, he goes to is it hell? No, he goes no. to hell later. Oh, he goes to hell later. Yeah, he goes to hell and, later. And he he bets. He basically is like he's going against these devils, and he's betting a bunch of stuff, all of his stuff, versus their like nine hundred like jars of gold or 
You know, yeah, it's just they have so much gold. Mountains of gold, a castle. Right. As devils do. Fuck off. As devils they'll fuck do. off. They'll leave. Right. You know? Right. And he dupes them, right? Yeah, he gets them. Yeah, he gets them bad. Yep. And then he gets them. He, uh, you know, they try to pull, they pu- try to pull a fast one on him. So he puts them all in the bag, swings right. it around, and then he keeps one of their feet. And then yeah, he has he like take- his own personal devil now. Right. Who's like his butler, which is kind of hilarious. And then yeah, uh, and they basically, he's like, I'll do your bidding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, hold it over him. I'm going to keep your leg so that you're exactly. doing it. I got your right. foot. It right. kind of reminded me of uh, that little bit, just like the Simpson. I mean, not the Seinfeld episode of like, well, I hit him with my car, so he's my butler now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like the fake episode that they're writing for their sitcom. It's the show that they're that George and Jerry yeah. are writing. Yeah. That's the premise of their Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's such a stupid idea for a show. What judge would ever be like, well, you hit him with... You're his butler now. You hit him with your car. You're his butler. It's so stupid. Well, arguably, Uh, you're trying to clear out this castle, but you know what? You're going to be my butler. Right. I love it. Um, So then, you know, the guy, he ends up, he goes back home. Uh, He, like, it's all about SARS and, like, re sort of, like, getting the, this, like, antiquated form of uh, uh, some sort of patriarchy, uh, monarchy going. Uh, I don't understand it. Yeah. And then he um, goes around, like, saving people from death, right? Yeah, he's basically, he gets something. I think it's from one of the devils that, like, helps people. Yeah, and he, yes. And he gives him his foot back after that. Right, and it's, it's like this a, little, like, prism sort of chalice. It's, it's like it will save you if if de- the devil's at the foot of the bed, but if they're at the top of the bed, no dice. Yeah, if death is right. at the top, you're dead. Otherwise, right. you can like sprinkle them with water, and they'll come. And you'll back. know that death will death like leaves. Right. Yeah. And so what happens is one time someone's beyond saving, and so the soldier, you know, thinking, right. thinking he's a fucking big shot, calls death into the bag, and then no one bag. dies anymore. <laughs> then you find right. the, also, classic Family Guy episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Storyteller might have done it first. They told I you. mean, probably. Well, I think this German fairy tale did it first. Well, there you go. There's that too. <laughs> that death is part of life. You know, that's probably the lesson. Yeah. Not to be like a like a busybody, but it, this one's Russian. The first one was German. This one's Russian, oh. which I think is cool that they're all like sort of old school folk tales. You know, that are like from different cultures and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he dupes death into coming into his bag, and then, and but then like everyone is there's wandering souls everywhere. There's old ass people that just want to die. They're not dying because death is in the sack. And then he pulls, he removes death from the sack. And then what happens, Rick? Well, it gets real dark before that because you literally it see does. people jumping off fucking cliffs, yeah, <laughs> like, trying like to die, walking back up and jumping off the cliff again. Right, yeah, right. This is trying a goddamn kids show, yeah. which is fucking right. wild. It's so good, and it holds up. Oh, oh, yeah, name of the podcast. It, uh, yeah. well, I think it holds up. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so then he, like, he, like, opens the bag, and he's like, all right, Death, like, I'm going to let you out, but you got you to gotta do your thing. So Death gets out, murks everyone, but he, he's now afraid of the soldier, so the right. soldier's, like, immortal now, and then he keeps coming up with, like, these ridiculous schemes to try to die, and it just doesn't happen. Right. Never works out for him. And then he has to have, and then he bring he calls death back to him at the end, right? 
No, he so he tries to go to hell first. Oh, that's and, right. And they yes, won't let course. him in hell. Of and course. then he's like, you know what this is? And he like friends the devils with the bag, and they're right. like, oh shit, what do you want? And he's like, give me a hundred souls. Then right. he tries to make a deal with like God. <laughs> he's yes. like, I'll give you a hundred guys if I can come in too. Right. And they tell and he lets all the hundred souls in, but not not the soldier. Yeah, and he got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Is that the song? That is a song. It is good song. Wow, what a good song. I wonder if that's maybe where they got it from, this this, this Russian fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah, probably. They're British, but, right? Close enough. Yeah. yeah. They're British. Bright we're talking about Bright Eyes. No, Bright Side. Mr. Brightside. Uh the, the Killers. The Killers. There it is. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. And then yeah, so he goes to he goes to uh hell, he gets denied by the devils, he goes to heaven, he gets denied by St. Peter at the pearly gates or whoever it is, God, that just like this mysterious figure. Um, and he turns away. And then what happens? Well, he gives one of the people the bag to call him in. Right. But then when you pass through the gates of heaven, you forget everything. You forget everything. And so now he, he, he doesn't even have the bag. And now he's just very unfortunate forever. Right. Unable to die without his stupid bag. But then we get back to like, so, okay. So what? There was like a good lesson in, in taking death out of the picture. Like, but what is the lesson of, I don't know, does it suck to live forever? I, I, I mean, I guess we already yeah, got Yeah, I think it's like, though. don't take, don't take, like, things for granted. Yeah. I think that's sort of the yeah. lesson a little bit, you know. But, I mean, but this is back in the day, too, when people, like, old age was, like, 30. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, there might have been a little bit of that in it. <laughs> this is yeah, great. it's like, you don't want to go past 30. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. If you survive a war, you might as well kill yourself. Basically. Right? Basically. Yeah, yeah this- basically. There's definitely something about PT, like treating our vets right in there. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, there is. Yeah, and so then it basically it goes back to the storyteller in that uh, he just like says that the you know the soldier's probably still like going about his business, like living his life to this day. Yep. And then there's a little a little Easter egg. The devil like shows up in the storyteller uh, with like the dog, you know. The dog thinks he's just imagining a little devil. So here's a question about wishing to be immortal or being immortal. Yes. I think that is uh, not, you have to be careful with that wish, let's say. Because if you mess it up and you just say you want to be immortal, part of me would then think you'd kind of like, you can live but still be incredibly sick and get in a lot of pain and be like... You're talking like a monkey's paw situation? Is that what you're working with here? I guess. I, I'm not familiar with the term. Is this monkey's paw or genie? Because I have a genie theory. You know, so I, I, I'm open to hearing your genie theory. Justin, monkey's paw is like when you wish for something and it like happens in like the worst way possible, basically. Well, I guess you know? like I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily the worst way, but wishing to no. just be immortal... Like yeah, no, I well, know what you're saying. You I was just, just trying to. You yeah. just live past a hundred. Like like you get cancer, but it doesn't kill you. You know what I mean? It doesn't stop you from getting cancer. Yeah, you're not I, invulnerable. I, that's that's what I was getting oh, at. So yeah. I guess that's a monkey's paw. Um, yeah. But what's the genie theory? Well, I I think I came up with a loophole to beat genies because you know how oh. you wish for more yeah, so more like wishes, this. obviously. No. You not wish allowed. for better genies <laughs> basically, wow. basically what happens is you get the first genie right and everyone yeah, knows when you get a genie they're like you know you're like i want to be i want to be powerful and they're like all right, right you're hitler and you're like what and then it sucks but you're powerful yes. but they do the ironic twist because they're dicks right 
So your first wish is, I wish for a better genie. Boom, new genie appears and he's slightly less of a dick. If you do this enough times, then you try a small wish for your first one. Because I imagine when you get a new genie, they reset the wishes. Levels. I, yeah, I would I would assume. So when you get the new genie, now you wish for something small after you've gone through many genies and then see how that goes. Like, wish for a sandwich, see how it is. Maybe it's all right. Maybe it's not. Right, so it's, hopefully it's not a knuckle sandwich. Right, exactly. But if you get punched yeah. in the face, I mean, that's not as bad as, like, being Hitler or, like, you know, having a bird head. Right, or biting right. into a sandwich with a bolt in it. Right, exactly. Do you think if you got a... Cracking your tooth. If you got a sandwich from a genie and you're like, I want the most perfect roast beef sandwich, that then all food from that point on is, like, meaningless? See, that's why we got to keep asking I mean, maybe, but... I mean, that's even... <laughs> yeah, that's an even crazier. Yeah, that's a totally be, different scenario. I'd be really scared. Yeah, yeah I mean, genie... Yeah, gen, I mean, that's why you don't see a genie every day, because it's, it's intimidating. That's right. You know? We should be writing stories for Jim Henson. This would be a great story. Jim, I, I hate to break it to you. He's dead. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he's dead. Um, Brian's still alive. Who? Brian Henson. Oh, I don't you know. You know, the guy that made the Muppets movie? Oh. With the whistling Muppet? Walter? Or whatever? I don't know much about the Muppets other than uh, Muppet Babies. And then... Gotcha. And then you have like uh, the 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 two old guys, the hecklers, who I love, Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, yep. love those guys. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, I guess we talked about the two episodes, Rick. You you did say that you think it holds up. I myself would agree. I had sort of like vague memories during the Fear Not one, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. You know, like. It's very stylized in a way that I don't think the style necessarily holds up, but I, I'm not necessarily counting it against it because it is very fairy tale esque, and I think it plays into definitely like what it was in the late '80s. But I think that uh, the devil ep- the episode with the devils, the soldier in death, I thought it was so good. It's tell- told such a good story, uh, you know, short format being like 22 minutes long. I was totally hooked in the whole time. I wasn't. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't expecting to, it to hold up. Uh, it's interesting sort of going into these things with different uh, preconceived notions depending on whether or not I've seen them. And this was something that was really on my periphery, but it brought back like a lot of like sort of memories of like, oh, what? Oh, that was a thing, you know? And like that was a lot of fun to experience. So I really did enjoy it. I think it holds up too. Justin, what do you think? Um, I like... Like the like the concept, like I enjoyed the the soldier one like uh, more, right? I I thought the um, the fear not one was just like could have just been the story, right? Like which like isn't necessarily held together. Like it's just like where's this going, right? Um, like we didn't really get a good lesson out of it or whatever. But like you know that being the case, it's still like I remember really loving Dark Crystal because I was like this shit's super impressive. Like no matter where or when you're watching it, like yeah. And I felt similarly about this. Um, I would be intrigued to see these, like, redone, like, today. With, like, a little bit more technology, a little bit more, like, you could make it 40 minutes maybe and, like, kind of try to get at some of the backstory of the characters a little bit more so things have a little bit more, you know, you feel it. Um, but that being that being said, um, I think it holds up. Hell yeah, nice. Fun show, Rick. Sweet. And Rick, you're 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 a you're a holds up. I'm all, I'm all in on it. I actually love stuff like that because 
like going back and watching it, I realized like how much darker it is now as an adult than when I'm a yeah. kid. Like right. that's why I like still watch the shit out of GI Joe because like watching those episodes now compared to like when I was a kid, like you pick up on stuff and it's cool and like it's bad guys with cool names, but now it's like these guys were pulling some shit. Those right. some of those themes are crazy. And same thing with you know the storyteller. It's like it's it's real dark shit for kids, but I think that's good. Because it's good for imagination, and like the world's not all like flowers and right sunshine, you know. Like what the and hell? And Soldier of Death does that. I think does that much better. Totally, uh, totally. Sure. Fear Shows not like dealing with adversity and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, Fe- Fear not yeah. was a little was was odd. Fear I mean, not's not one of the best episodes. I actually just it's just one of the ones that are the most memorable to me. Oh like, sure, yeah, yeah, which I think is good because like. Yep. I, you know, I, looking at sort of the ratings of all the episodes, it really isn't, it's not in the top five. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not enjoyable. I mean, the show as a whole is like rated very well. Um, I do think a lot of people sort of take Soldier and Death as like, is like the best one. But I'm interested in like putting on the rest of these. I mean, they're easily, they were easy enough to watch. They're on Amazon Prime. Uh, is the Greek ones on, on Amazon too? There's I like a that's... Greek spinoff. It's it's pretty good too. Like they do. Oh yeah. Daedalus and Icarus is amazing. It's I an bet. amazing episode. Cause oh, that shit, cool. those stories, I know I'm more familiar with those stories, mm-hmm. and they're dark too. Oh yeah, they're dark. <laughs> you know what shit. I mean? Like they're not, you know, not warm and fuzzies usually. Yeah. Um. So I'd be intrigued yeah, to see wow. those. Sir Michael Gambon is the storyteller in that series. Very interesting. But it's the same dog, I think. Yep. Yeah, Brian Henson. Oh. Love, oh wait, Brian's Brian. the dog. Don't. Don't make a Family Guy joke. No. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, I definitely wasn't going there. But Brian, I thought Brian Henson was his brother. I thought that's what you said earlier. Brian, he voices the dog. Oh, he voices the dog. Oh, I thought the dog's name was Brian. My bad. I think it's just the dog. Back then, they didn't really name their dogs. They just, like, fed them scraps and called them yeah. dog. Hey, know? dog. Yeah, exactly. Hey, gotcha. Dog. Not like your dog almost falling into a hole in your backyard. No, poor Luna. She was a little puppy. Poor Luna. What about Elise? She actually fell into the hole. She lost her slipper. That's true. Is the slipper back? Yeah. I tried three different days to get it back. I finally got it back. Oh, you did get it back. Nice. Yeah. What about poor whoever's buried down there? In that I know. Well, they're museum. they're really buried now, so they're they're <laughs> catacombs underneath your Seriously. fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, we're gonna I take would, a break. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I I, I was. I'm only not concerned about it is because when I went to the Hat Toys nursery to tell them about it, no one in there seemed at all concerned that this happened. Like, they were concerned that no one got hurt. But, like, the fact that there is a hole, yeah, yeah, you just need gravel. You probably need about a quarter yard. Just, well, yeah. 30 were they bucks. in on it, though? Is it like a... <laughs> what maybe. Maybe they just go into new homeowners and digging holes before they move in. Like, is it like a hot fuzz situation? where? Like... Yeah. Trying to maintain status quo. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, now for real, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some candy, or maybe we won't have some candy. Who knows? I still have some. <laughs> hey, John, did you hear we got a new sponsor? Yeah, Justin, I heard. Uh, you were telling me just the other day. Why don't you remind the listeners what you were telling me? Yeah. So, Unknown Arts T shirt company out of Burlington, Vermont is our new sponsor. Yeah, that's cool. You can find them. You were telling me you can find them all over social media at Unknown Arts, right? That's they also right. Have a, they have a website, unknownartstudios.com. But more right. importantly, their Etsy shop, right? Yes. So Etsy.com slash shop slash Unknown Arts. 
And from there, they have tons of t-shirts and shirts and other apparel that have custom designs made by artists uh, all over Vermont. And I think of, uh, you know, all over the country. Um, and if you use our code, hold up five, yep. H-O-L-D-U-P five, you get five dollars off right. your order. Yeah, and uh, like I'm wearing a cool shirt right now that they gave us. It's so nice. It's very soft. It's very comfortable. Um, yeah, great, great shirts. Check them out on Etsy. Use that code. Hold up five. The number five, not the word five. Correct. And yeah, get get five dollars off your next T-shirt over at Etsy.com/shop/unknownarts. And we're back. We are back. The Hold Up Podcast. Rick Laprade. Rick, what are we eating this evening? Sweethearts. Sweethearts. It was going to be spree also, but I ate them all last night. I mean, we're going to talk about them because I have both sweet tarts and spree in front of me. Justin, do you have the same? Yes, I do. I got these cool movie theater boxes from the dollar store. Oh, nice. I have a nice sweet tarts box, but I have a spree roll. Ah, nice. You want to show it, John? No, because I don't want you taking pictures of my fucked up thing. Okay. All right. A little aggressive. Sorry. What was your format, uh, Rick? Your format, yeah. What was the format in which the candy was delivered to you, Rick? I have a bunch of small packages. Oh, you got the small. <laughs> oh, where'd you get? So you got like a big variety pack or something? Yeah, and I had to get the singles because if I get one of those boxes, I'll like shit house it in like a setting. Yeah, uh, I'm actually kind of concerned because um, I ate a sweet tart while you were away, and I was like, oh fuck, these are so good. I They're so good. Um, I'd like to point out immediately though, uh, please, I hope, I hope you're going to point out the same. I, you know what, as much as we feud, as much as we might fight, I might roll my eyes at you. What are you going to say? I hope, man, I'm crossing my fingers. I don't think you're going to guess this one. The box for the sweet tarts, the same size box, Damn. the box for the sweet tarts, they are like half of what the, the spree box is almost right to the top. The, the sweet tart box, mm-hmm. they're like. I don't know if you guys can see that. You got to look at the ounces, though. What's the weight? Five ounces. Both five ounces? Yeah. Well, you get more sprees for five ounces. Yeah, so that's just the one, one's heavier than the other. Guess so. That's, that seems right. Do you want me to get out my scale and weigh them? Nah. Okay. Um. So, I'm kind of nervous for the spree, guys. Kind of nervous. So, sweet tarts, right? And now, what I thought you were going to say is they're not sweet tarts they are sweet tarts yep one word one t in the middle yes there are two t's in the word but there's only one t in the middle sweet tarts oh i've always called them sweet tarts right yeah i mean it's technically two t's because they're different colors it is not technically two t's if you look on their branding and their website and their wiki it is capital s w e e capital t a r t s Sweet, sweet tarts. tarts. Yeah. Sweet tarts. Yeah. Oh, that Which just is broke me. I don't, I don't know if I like that. Oh, shit. Well, this is really... They don't hold up. No, no, no. This is... I mean, I'm still eating them. I've been eating them the entire time we've been talking. So you <laughs> ate... You, you, you're eating the sweet tarts now. Yes. What made you land on this combo of, of sweet candy? So I went through a gamut of emotions... <laughs> Of, of what I wanted to discuss. And like, 
some of the like the foods that stand out from like my childhood like there were like the burger buddies from burger king that don't exist anymore they're basically like burger king sliders yep um then there was uh, i forgot oh wwe ice cream bars right but they changed them they don't have chocolate anymore yeah they're different it's weird it's not on a stick it's like this little like shitty square with like people who don't wrestle anymore on it like they didn't even update it it's like Fuck you, WWE. Um, so um, I was thinking... Fuck WWE, like, a lot. No, no, no. I mean, you know. <laughs> but but on the ice cream bar side, yes. Yes. Um, but, no, I landed on Sweet Tarts because it's the one It's the one thing. Like, I don't even really like sweets, but these things, I just can't be trusted around. They I will were, eat them all. They all. were one of my favorite... I was saying this on the car ride with my uh, fiancé earlier today. Sweet tarts at one point in my life were my favorite candy. I really loved them. Wow. Yeah, I loved I loved the three pack. You know the little thing like that's what I want. That's all I wanted for my Halloween bag with those. Yep. Remember the big ones? The big ones were awesome. They were a little chewy. No. But they were like larger than like a half dollar. Yes. Oh. And like kind of thick. They were awesome. Yeah. The the they were called giant chewy sweet mm-hmm. tarts. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll say these ones in the movie theater box are kind of funky because they're like pretty thick and they're like almost, they're like flat on the sides. Like yep. not the round part, but like the, there's like words, like kind of like um, words like the, the heart candy. Yep. Um, but they're perfectly flat. Whereas I feel like as a kid. Are you thinking of Smarties? I think you're thinking of no, Smarties. No, no, no. I, I remember them having a little bit of a bubble. Not an indent, oh, bub- oh, a little gotcha. bit of a bubble they on that convex. flat part. Yeah, oh, in the in the three pack. So maybe even in the yes, three packs gotcha. you have right now, Rick, do they have a bubble? Not really. No, they're they're just like straight up sweetheart, sweethearts, sweethearts. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're sweet and sour candies. They're pretty much like they very like run of the mill sugar type of candy, right? So they and then you have like your cherry, grape, lemon, lime, orange, very standard flavoring sort of stuff going on here um blue is do you great have a, wow do you have a fit yeah i was just gonna ask oh, rick do you incredible. have a favorite flavor is the, is blue i do blue it's the standout when, it's when sweetheart lost me for a while and i switched to spray oh it's when someone changed lime to green apple or sour apple this happened all across the board it yeah, happened with skittles such a bad move it happened with starburst at one point so what wait say it again it went from what to what they switched the lime to like sour apple. Oh, yeah. a lot of lime to green apple, lime to sour apple. A lot of companies were like, "Well, lemon and lime are so close. Let's change our green to something more exotic, like a Granny Smith apple or some right. shit." Yeah, yeah. Whoever came up with that, I hope they got fired because that's the worst idea in candy history. No. <laughs> so, are you saying you you start your sort of history with these two snacks are? Sweet tarts were the ones that you liked first, and then you sort of went over to the spree camp. Well, I'm still in both camps. I just try not to because I'm 40, and you know I, I don't want to lose my teeth. But like you know, when we're talking about it, and they're available to me, like I won't buy them because I I have no self control around either of the candies. But yeah, I mean, I made I made a I made a switch once they betrayed me with green apple, and then I was like, oh, this is basically the same thing. I used to eat them together. Because they were like some, I don't know, like sweet hearts were more like, boom, I'm the sour sugar. And spree were yep. more like, you know, we are too, but like, we'll balance you out a little bit. So 
I have two questions. Yes. I, I said a little bit ago, I'm pretty nervous to put this in my mouth. I don't, I feel like I remember sprees being incredibly hard. Is that true? Not incredibly. Not incredibly. Definitely more so than a, than a sweetheart. They but, have that candy coating, the outer shell, is a little bit of a barrier as opposed to the sweet tart, which yeah. is like one consistency. Do you have to like suck on this before you chew no. down? No, no, you uh, just go nope. right in. Go right in. Uh. You'll be fine. Uh. It's a little bit of a chew, but it's yeah, nothing. But, yeah. Oh, it's totally fine. I, I don't know. In my head, guys, I was like freaking out. I was like, I don't know what I ate then as a kid. I, I feel like I had a candy that was like a hard shell like this. And like, it was so hard. Like, I, I couldn't just chew it. And it really... Me, I guess. Warheads used to be pretty bad news. Oh yeah, warheads yeah. were pretty were pretty uh, thick. So, so, so I'm like eating these one at a time right now as we talk. But like, should I be like pouring them like each into my hands and like shoving them both? In Absolutely. My mouth? Oh yeah, that's where that's where the magic happens. You got to go for the flavor combo. Is Just, there any any particular do it? Any particular combos? I mean, you know, personally, I would go for like green sweet. Uh, sorry, green spree with red sweethearts. Done. I wow. got that in my hand. I'm, I'm talking about excited. it like Fraser talks about fucking wine. It's just like sugar. But anyway, yeah, it tastes delicious together. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it like does. Fraser reference. Wow, that's great. And they, it's it's honestly, once you break through on both of them, it's pixie sticks. You oh just, yeah. You're fucking dual wielding pixie sticks yep. right now. You're just in. You're just in. You're gonna be up for a while. Your teeth are gonna feel weird, but whatever. Yeah, I this, like this, though. So this is fun. They are the same... Oh, no, so basically the same flavors as Pixie Sticks, right? Cherry, grape, lemon, lime, orange were, like, the original flavors. Um, Rick, have you ever had the... We talked about the Chewy Sweet Tarts. Have you ever had Chewy Spree? I think I always like the Chewy Spree a little bit more than the... I'm a little bit more of a Chewy than a Crunch. See, the Chewy Spree to me are better than the standard Spree, but the Chewy Sweethearts are just dog shit compared to the regular Sweethearts. Because they already, yeah. they already got the. It's it's already not that hard to get through, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't even remember the Chewy Sweethearts that much. I don't remember them being very good. I just like the regular standard, just hard compact sugar has always been good. I think, um, but then yeah, the Chewy Spree is almost like a. Sort of like a Mentos, like the fruit yeah. Mentos, you know? Yep. Not the not the mint ones, but yeah. It's good consistency right there. Do you guys think I should go five and five? Yes, I do. Wow. He's doing it. Going oh back God. to the pixie stick thing. Yeah. It's very fascinating to me to figure out like what people's favorite candies are. Because like yeah. I don't know, like if, if you like the sour, like there's very different versions you could go like. And I always thought when I was a kid, like, I'm like, huh, like, I wonder what this guy's going to turn out to be. Because you get the dudes who will just, like, shotgun pixie sticks, like, fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you're like, yes, that yeah. guy's going to make someone into a lamp. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> that shit. But then, you know, like, there's, like, the sweetheart and the spree people. And then you have, like, right. the warhead people. And then, like, for some godforsaken reason, the, the fucking, um, what were those things called? Dots? Remember dots? Yeah. Dots, yes. Super chewy. Who the fuck? First of all, you're eating paper. Yeah, you're just eating more paper than you're candy. just eating paper. Yeah, like that's. Oh, you're talking about like the candy button things that yeah. are on the paper. Aren't those called? Oh, those aren't dots. Dots are the dots gum are like drops. the gumdrops that don't yeah. have the sugar. Oh yeah, what are yeah. what's the paper thing called? That's, I immediately uh, thought of. What the paper. are the paper, paper things called? Paper button candy. I don't know. I'll look it up. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, well, you so end up eating more paper than candy. Candy then. dots, just candy. Oh, dots. candy dots. They're also called or candy buttons. Yeah, but you're right. 
What kind of a fucking racket did that guy have? Imagine being that guy. You're like, I'm going to print out a receipt. I'm just going to make dots of sugar, and some kid's going to eat it. (laughs) And we did. And we loved it. Made billions. I always always hated it, to be honest. I was never a fan. I I had one once, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking eating paper. This is terrible. Yeah, Yeah, the papers. And it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, even as a kid, when you're like, oh, it's okay to eat paper, you know? It's still still, weird to eat paper. And there are so many other better candies that are like that sort of that are down this line of, like, sugar, just, like, yeah. high sugar sweet yeah. candy. This is basically, now, like, somebody that, like, glued all of those candies. The ones we just mentioned, the ones we're eating now, they are just straight up, like, sugar. Pixie sticks are straight up the sugar. But these are just, like, flavored sugar, like, glued together. I, I don't even... We should craft right. an IG poll of, like, what people like what kind of flavored sugar candy in, like, this family. Yeah, and then I like that. we can vote on, like... What kind of drug we assume they do? <laughs> <laughs> the pixie stick people, methamphetamines, one thousand percent. The dot people, probably Heroin. bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts. I mean, if you're willing to eat or paper. acid, acid, acid. Oh, acid. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I knew there was like I was trying to fuck me, Justin. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yes, that's obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the people who just. The people who just like lick the fun dip sugar, so they don't even use the stick. Those are like the whippets people. Oh yeah, yeah that's whippets, but yeah, not whippets. like, but not like they buy a cracker. Like they're literally no whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, just whipped cream. Yeah, no, this isn't someone that like has a setup. <laughs> you know, they don't have like a bougie setup like yep. how they get With their balloons. Cream. They're not, yeah, yeah, they're not doing know, nitrous. They're nope. literally nope. sucking. They're like, going to stop and shop. They're on. buying yeah. six cans of whipped cream, and they're, the person who's checking them out is like, this is what we invented self-checkout for, so you don't have to uh, come through a line and, and, and do this with a person. Uh, Rick, are these still your favorite? Are these still, like, your favorite candies, Sweet Tart and Spree? Like, do they still rank at the top for you? thousand percent there is literally no candy in the world that i can be trusted around less than sweethearts and spring the only thing i like more than these together is when you pour like a box of goobers in a bag of fucking movie theater popcorn so good that's i'm but i mean let's be perfectly honest you can have the best fucking steak in the world and it's not going to be as good as fucking goobers in a bag of fucking movie theater popcorn. Goobers in popcorn or like chocolate covered peanuts yes. or chocolate covered raisins, anything like that in movie. But wow. Remember the movie theaters? I know, Rick, you said you don't go to the movies a lot. No, but I, I mean, I'm still nostalgic for it because I, I sure. miss the food. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Popcorn and a Diet Coke at the movies. Wow. I, so good. That was my favorite part of the uh, movie going experience was... Um, there was a deal where it was like Tuesday movie deal, but yes. this theater that it wasn't a national showcase. It was just happened to also be Tuesday cheap movie. You could get a ticket, a medium popcorn and a drink for $9. It's awesome. It was incredible. And yeah. even I, if the movie sucks, that's fun. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I, and I love to this day, I still love a bag, of, even microwave. I'll do it. But I, it's so it's the only time I like soda. Oh, same. With popcorn? Same. With, with popcorn. It's such a good combo. Yep. Yeah. My my thing was I, I would alternate. I would either go the movie theater popcorn with the goobers poured in with a uh, cherry Coke or lemonade, popcorn, and an unholy amount of Sweethearts and Spree. 
I love that you've committed to pronouncing sweet tarts without the second teeth. John, I think you're supposed to pronounce this. You really don't have to. I no, mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've never noticed it before, and it's one of those things because I'm like, you know, Mandela effect shit. If yeah. I don't get it in my head now, I'm going gotcha. to fucking... Look, they, they want you to say the words on each side, which to me indicates that sweet tarts is two words because yeah, they're hyping the two-word mentality here. What's, it's just that's just the design of the yeah. logo. And what's killing me is that it's the see if it was like a two capital T or one capital T and a lower right, case. Right, a lower T, case. Yeah. But the sharing that indicates two because the it's capital. It's sweetheartscandy.com. They're at sweetheartscandy on all They're social sweet media. Tart. What the oh, fuck? Really? We mean they are sweet tarts. Yeah, Justin. Fuck. It says it right on the box, dude. Can I ask you guys questions? Wow, yeah. any we wouldn't like anything more. Okay. Uh oh, he's, he's, he's no De questions. Define. <laughs> Define the okay. word "sweet" and use it in a sentence. That's actually not a question; it's more of a statement or a command. Okay. But uh, how? Oh, okay, how about this? I'll phrase it as a question. How okay. would you define the word "sweet"? Because I don't know what the fuck it means. And yeah. could you please also use it in a sentence as an addendum? Um, uh, yeah, sweet. It's, uh, you know, in order to explain it, I think you have to, it's really like the first half of, half of sweet tarts and how I would use it in a sentence is, uh, Rick loves sweet tarts. How does that, does that work? That was that the biggest capo I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire. It's not a real word, right? It's I'm saying define it. It is. Up. Yes, it is. You guys are goddamn. It is a real word. Out, I Googled it. What does sweet mean? Sweet definition. To swing. Or cause to swing to and fro. Oh. Is so, sweet a valid Scrabble word? Yes. Wait, so they're basically swing tarts? That just sounds like... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't doesn't <laughs> work for going, this candy at all. They're not going for that word, though. They're It's just a play on sweet tarts. Yeah, which is why okay. I think it's two. I mean, I mean, to be honest, the website sort of definitely kiboshes. I mean, my it's theory. definitely not too because the website, all of the wikis, yeah, yeah, everything, all everything, all definitely social media kiboshes. Is there's it for only sure. one T in the middle. You know what I'm wondering if their original intention, because I mean, this is a fucking old candy, right? This is, it is old, 1963, I think. Okay, what if? This is a big what if. I've never researched it. I just eat it. Um, what if their original intent? was for people to say it so fast it came out like sweetheart i that might be the case cuz sweethearts right it does sound like sweetheart sweetheart yeah sweetheart sweetheart i think there's sweethearts but it's still the worst marketing i've ever heard in my goddamn life and that's saying a lot there yeah. are sweetheart hearts that they uh, put out for Valentine's Day. See, they really fucked up right there. They should always be hearts. <laughs> they should always be hearts at this point. They should, yeah, they should have yeah. made that big switch to hearts. Yeah, here's why. Okay, so uh, you know what? Because of this whole name debacle, they don't hold up for me. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. And it, Oh, I'm I haven't even said I hate them. I think they're terrible. Sorry, Rick. The oh. sweet tarts. I like the spree. I do not like the sweet tarts at all. They're okay. I, I, I more legitimately. Oh, sorry, Rick. Go ahead. No, I, no, 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 no. Please go. Oh, I like yellow and blue. So far, I don't. Oh, in red. I like yellow, blue, and red. I don't like purple and green. I will say, I love the candy. They fucking lost me a little bit when they switched that goddamn green apple. And the fact that I've been pronouncing it 
completely wrong. And now we had this whole discussion about like maybe it's sweethearts and they're fucking up their branding all more. Sweet arts or whatever, whatever yep. the fuck it is does not hold up for me. Wow. But what? but Spree does. Spree are good. They've never they've never betrayed me. I want the chewy ones. I might order some on, online. Yeah, I I actually dig the spree a lot. I was spree are fantastic. I was pretty concerned, but I have more history with the the sweethearts. I I you know what? The more I say it, the more I hate myself. I hate yeah. saying the name of the candy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it sucks. All right, yeah, I'm so I'm oh, God damn it. I'm sorry, guys. Well, the spree were good at least, right? No, don't be sorry. Yeah, don't we be sorry. Have, this I is mean, fun. I never would have known it. It's fun. It hasn't. It's something that I haven't had in a long time. I feel like it is. Uh, it was a candy that I definitely had a lot. Like as I was once, I was a kid, but I feel like I. So I personally grew up like not liking chocolate at all to the point where I wouldn't even have chocolate with other things like Same. peanut butter or whatever. Um, I grew out of that. I don't. Li- I still don't like dark chocolate. I think it is pretty gross. I don't really love chocolate by itself, but I love like a Reese's. You know. Mm-hmm. Like Reese's is top for me, so I think there was a time where I sort of grew out of these sugary sweet candies and went more to sort of any sort of a, a chocolate varietal for myself. Um, but like, I am looking at Spree Chewies online right now. Unfortunately, uh, we'll all have to go in because it's a pack of twelve. So I'll be sending you guys pack four packs each. Wait, will you these. really? I mean, I can. I, I mean, I... the chewy ones are good. The chewy ones they <laughs> seem even better. The packaging seems a little bit more inviting, too. So. You, you looked really shocked when I called you on it, but John... I didn't expect I, you to say but I, I will send them to you. Obviously, I'm on the show talking about my love for this thing. I'm not going to turn them down. I guess, um, like, because that, A, that will help me, because then I won't have 12 packs of Spree in, in my house, you know, so that's that's big. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Speaking of that sort of health consciousness, John? Yeah. Okay. Oh, how so, bad? A serving is 60 calories. Yep. So at first you'd think, okay, well, you know, a serving, 60 calories, what is that? Like half this box? It's going to be like 30. There's nine servings in this box. That is, yeah. that's, that means if you eat this box in a sitting, you... It's 540 calories. Yeah, that is <laughs> fucked Shit. up. Yeah. Yeah, I am, I am, I am disgusted. I need to put it really far away from me now. I what's five? I mean, what's that in, in like, if we're talking, like, bad caloric count, like, compared to, like, a uh-huh. Big Mac? What's a Big Mac? What is it? Like, what? About 11, 1,200 calories. 1,200? So a box but, of that's, like, half a Big Mac. That's yeah. crazy to think about, because a Big Mac, you can just fuck up real quick if you want. But the Big Mac, at least, like, sure, it's not the best. Oh, I'm sorry. A Big Mac is only 563 calories. Whoa. It's, oh, so it's a way worse Big Mac. So, yeah. So get the Big Mac. Oh, yeah, right. Because at least yeah. you're getting like other things. Like you're not just getting sugar. You know what I mean? Right. Sure, the Big Mac isn't great meat, but at least you, you are getting protein. You are getting some like lettuce. There's the illusion of, of vegetables. Absolutely. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Because There's that's more. That's what I think about. Macronutrients are better. Yeah. I I very much subscribe to the 2,000 calorie diet. That I don't try to go over that in a given day. Um, this is what works Customers for me. For the FDA. And so, like, to think, like, okay, well, it's just about spending, it's just trade-offs all day, right? Like, oh, I could eat this, but I won't eat this later. I don't want to waste 540 calories on this, at, like, at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, that's mainly it. Like, I, I just, that's, that's my... 
I could never do diets like that because every time I tried, it was always like, okay, wait. So you're saying I can drink six Michelob Ultras and still <laughs> have two salads? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, it sort of does depend on what you're eating too, you know? Like, Justin, if you were eating 2,000 calories worth of spree every day, that would oh, be you'd be issue. fucked. You'd, you'd be have fucked, fucking bro. diabetes. But to be, to be fair, let's just call that out, right? If I was going to do that, that would mean this is not a big box. That you would mean I'd four eat of four boxes. of these boxes throughout the day for sustenance and be full. That's which is, so bad. That's, that's like so impossible. Bad. There's no way. Yeah, that. Yeah, you wouldn't feel good. You'd you're, you'd be so sick. You wouldn't feel full. You'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, be yeah. Bad. Your teeth would fall out. Oh my god. I gotta yeah. I gotta share this episode with my my buddy uh, Jesse, who's who's a dentist. He'll love this. Oh, he lo- <laughs> and any sort of pro. Now, do dentists want you to take care of your teeth, or do they? Yeah, no, they do. They really do because they do. Okay. They do. At least I can speak for a couple friends of mine in dentistry. Yeah. They really want to. Wow, you know just, multiple dentists. I don't think I know. I know, I one, I know one peripherally. Not not my a, own a, dentist. Either. Friend of mine's brother. I haven't been to the dentist in quite some time. Um, a friend of mine's brother is a dentist. So that's. Oh. I mean, that's still that's one degree of separation, though. You know. One thing I've done really well for myself is I've met the guys you know what i mean oh wow you know like when uh, you got a guy you know a guy you got a guy i got a guy for that yeah of course very rhode island i got a couple guys no but like mine is more across the country like when i lived in new york i met guys i just add them to my rolodex of quote unquote you got dentists in cincinnati and uh, carpenters in oklahoma like i had a guy i played video games with i got a guy i played D &D with i got a guy i fucking you know (laughs) like painted a mini for like some contractor out in boise Idaho. absolutely that's yeah. legit. It's not bad. Uh, guys. Not bad. So, what, Rick, your final assessments on Spree and Sweet Tarts. Um, Individually and your combo move. Yes, like that. All right. Um, I like Spree. I'm afraid of the caloric intake now that I realize that a box of Spree is a Big Mac. And I'll be honest, gentlemen, I would much rather have a Big Mac. Same. Same. Um, 100%. Uh, Fuck, fuck, fuck sweethearts. I hate their branding now. I hate saying it. Every time I say it out loud, when I say sweetheart, it makes me want to drill a fucking hole through my skull. Yeah, it sucks. Um, they took away lime for green apple, so fuck yeah. them on that. They had an easy in with the Valentine's Day to embrace sweethearts, and they did not right. do that. Nope. So that brand does not hold up for me. Dead to you. I enjoy Spree to a degree. I will give it a, it kind of holds up. <laughs> I like it. I don't know if that's allowed. but So I know yesterday you finished up your sprees yesterday? I did. Did you get did. to do any of your combo move yesterday? No, I just went for the spree. And okay. I should have known then. When, when was the last time you did the combo? Halloween. Of this year? This past Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So, oh, yeah. long ago. so not long ago. So what, what, did that hold up for you then? Oh, it, it, it was great, except any time I snuck a green in, and then I was like, ah, fuck, everything's thrown off, because yeah. who wants to eat fucking apple with all these delicious sour flavors? Yeah, it's weird. Um, so, John, we know you're a no on the sweethearts. Yep. Where do you... Fo- I do oh, not you like- think sweet... I do not think sweethearts... I hate it, too. I do not think... I'm just going to say sweethearts. Yep, sweethearts. Sweet, sweethearts. Uh, I do not think they hold up. Spree, they're better. They're definitely better, but like 
I mean, I could definitely go the rest of my life without ever eating them. I want to try the chewy ones. I'm on the uh, sort of social media accounts of both companies right now, and they have so many different varietals. Like, there are ropes, Sweet Tarts ropes and Spree Bites and stuff like that. I would try any sort of, like, gummy varietals, but this sort of just, like, compact sugar like hey let's take a bunch of sugar and like (laughs) dehydrate it and push it together into a puck i'm not really here for unfortunately did you try the combo no oh i I, you should probably try a combo i think i i had three sweet tarts and i honestly hate them so much okay that like i hope jocelyn's gonna eat them try one try what am i supposed to try okay i'll try something try one red sweet tart and i gotta be honest john Hearing you say sweet tart was liberating. Now I'm a little sweet back tart. on board. Sweet, sweet tart. tart. Sweet yep. tart. When it's a sweet tart, one, I like it. A sweet tart. They get a red. Now try that with two green spray. Oh, two green. Okay. I got to do a little bit of digging. Make a little sandwich. Unfortun- make a little sandwich. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm, I have the roll. So while you dig, John. Yep, I'm building. I will say um, I, I like the certain colors of sweet tarts that I said. Yellow, blue, and red. I uh, don't care for purple or green anymore. And they, like I said, they oh. used to be my favorite candy. All the sprees I had, I actually really liked, but I don't want to keep eating them. Uh, but the combo move that you're about to give to John, I really, I like that right? a lot. I like that bad. combo move. So, Yo. Can we discuss the purple and how weird purple is? Because it's not great. In which, uh, in it's not Sweet great. Tarts? No, in, oh, in any like candy, grapes. nothing oh. tastes like grapes. I don't know. I've never really. I don't really eat grapes. I, don't I just call it purple. Oh wow! It's just the purple flavor. All right, here we go. I was. Oh, we got the crunch on the mic. I love that. I love yeah. that. Not gonna lie, I was when I when I uh, during our break, I was put on a hat. I was gonna do a wardrobe change, and then I realized that I was like, wait a minute, this is a fucking podcast. What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> so. That'd be fun. Not bad, I right? will say the spree elevates the sweet tart. Yeah. It's fun to have like the dual pixie stick flavor in your mouth, I think. It is. Yeah. Um, See, now we're all talking about it like Frazier talks about wine. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about this shitty candy. Yeah. That's, that's I, no, no I, I really don't mind the combo. I like the combo. Like, I don't want to buy two more giant boxes, but like... If I could get, like, the little mini, the three packs, and they'd have three packs of each of these, and I could, like, do that, I definitely would and would enjoy it. So that holds up for me. But individually on their own, I do not think they do. That's where I'm at. Sour. And they are sour. I'm glad, uh, you know, I don't know if you caught me making faces earlier, but they are sour. Sour is my favorite. So. Well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Rick. Uh, Rick, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Can I come back? Of course. Of course you can come back. We can talk about wrestling or Big D&D. Max. You can come back for our, you can come back to talk about Big Macs or whatever. Whatever you want. Okay, you tell me when. I'm I'm actually now free on Tuesdays because my D&D group is on high. Oh, hey, wait, Rick. <laughs> Rick, yes. uh, I, I don't mean to, you know, it put you on the spot. No, put me on the spot. But we were supposed to sync up last week, and we weren't. And I heard you got you had like a leg story or something. Oh, it yeah. is true. And you were going to share the leg story this week. Yeah. But if you don't want to, that's also no, fine. You okay. can just leave them wanting more. No, it's okay. It's so. Leave them wanting more. 
what happened was I, so I fell asleep and um, since I was a little kid, I've always had night terrors and very lucid dreams. It's yeah. just something I've always dealt with, like, you know, shadow people and, you know, night paralysis and blah, blah, blah. And like doing weird fucking shit in my sleep. So I fell asleep and I had this lucid dream that was a reoccurring thing that usually I have control of, but then it shifted to something else and I didn't have control anymore. And I was just going with it. And I was like, okay, what the fuck's happening here? And it was basically, I was on a houseboat with my quote unquote wife. I'm actually very single for obvious reasons. And uh, fucking... So we're on this houseboat and all of a sudden like the alligators show up. Right. And I'm like, I'm on the deck. I'm on the deck of the houseboat and I'm like fighting them. And for some reason I had this like fucking like musket with like a bayonet. Wow. So I'm in the dream. I'm like sitting on a barrel with one leg elevated, stabbing at alligators. I slept with my leg elevated in the air for who knows how long, but I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning. My leg was dead asleep and in pain because I left it up for like at least 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. I was like all jacked up. Like I didn't sleep. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like I'm not over this. (laughs) Wow. It's like I'm 40. Come on, man. Like, Enough with the weird sleep bullshit. (laughs) Also, like, terrifying. Yeah. Sorry to hear that you have to go through that. Yeah. yeah. It's awful, but it's hilarious, too, like, in retrospect. But, yeah, so that's what happened. So I was going to tell John earlier, but then I figured I'd tell you on the air. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're glad. We're glad you shared. Thanks for sharing. Any listeners out there, you have uh, lucid dreams, you share them. I've had many a dream of killing zombies um, from a houseboat even once. Um, yep. And yeah. I, I have a pretty recurring thing where I'm on a roller coaster and I fall off a roller coaster and like land on my back. Um, but if anyone else has stories of their dreams, you know, recurring dreams, because we're not trying to be that podcast, uh, a, give us a call. Let us know. I, I have a high school one that keeps happening to me. It's a high school that I've never been to, right? I've had this dream since I was 20 years old and it still happens to this day. I've had this for 20 years. And it's episodic. I swear to God, it's fucking episodic. Like, one day I'm in this, but then the next time I have this dream, it could be months, even years later, it's just a different episode. And the beauty of it is, sometimes, like, my brain works in a cool way where it's like, you know this motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in a dream. Boom. And then I have Spider-Man powers, and I just fuck off. (laughs) That rules. Yeah, it's great. Other than that, it sucks, because then I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, 30 something and i'm like oh my god how am i gonna pass the math exam and i'm like yeah yeah right dude right. you've been out of fucking school forever like what are you doing yeah. like get a grip <laughs> sorry wow. it's all good. no dreams are wild they dreams are, are great yeah uh we followed ours we ended up with a podcast i love it Oh my God! Oh my God! I thought you were going to let that go, John. You. I thought you were going to let that go. It took so a minute much. for you to like call that out. I honestly, it took me a minute to, to even like come to terms with hearing you say that this podcast <laughs> is us following our dreams. Justin, uh, what's what's your middle name or middle initial? Adam A. Okay, so you're J A K. You're like the antithesis of MJF. 
You're like his doppelganger. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I use my initials, Jack, for most things. <laughs> he does. It's in his email and shit. Yeah. 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 I love it. I mean, I, my name is Jack. Like, right. my kid has... And, I'm, and what I think is very cool... Your kid? Well, yeah, I'll tell you this. So, my dad <laughs> has Jeffrey yeah, Allen Karens, right? So, he's Jack. Uh-huh. I'm Justin Adam. I'm Jack. My kid's going to be a Jack. I don't know what his J.A. is going to be, but it can be whatever it wants, but it's going to be a J.A. So Jacqueline. Take my middle Could also be female, uh, but Thank I... You. But, well, here's the thing, John. Don't I say will, but. Don't say but. Hold on. If, if, <laughs> if I have a daughter and do this with the daughter, she can't take the last name of whoever she ends up with. That's the rule. She's got to carry on the Jack legacy. That's fair. That's all. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a married man, and my wife kept her last name. Yeah, I think I, I think Elise will keep her last name too. So I, I have no issue with that. I just yeah. Jack's got to huh. live. He's got to go on to the next. You know, it's got to be the tradition. You got to keep Jack going. Yep. Wow. And so everybody, thanks for listening to the hold up this week. Uh, <laughs> be sure to give us a call, leave us ratings and reviews. They really help us out. Smash that subscribe button. Um, you suck. You fucking suck. I know, I know. Dude. Subscribe button. Uh, give us a phone call. Yeah. Justin mentioned it. 401-236-5170. Ratings and reviews, like he said. Check us out on social media. Make sure you check out our sponsor, Unknown Arts. You heard about them in our ad earlier in the show. But more importantly, Rick LaParade, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. The floor is yours. Any sort of plugs you would like to get out of the way or um, <laughs> get out of the way is a funny way of saying it. Um, any sort of plugs or anything you want to let the world know about, the floor is yours. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really do anything cool anymore. Just, hey, that's fine. Follow, too. follow my cat on Instagram at Bub Fuzzins. He's very, very popular Love you. and extremely famous. Bub Fuzzins, that is with two Z's, correct? Yeah, that is uh, Dose Z's yeah, for a B-U-B- double dose of that Fuzzins. F-U-Z-Z-I-N-S. That's right. Check out Bub Fuzzins. <laughs> Good. Th- Rick, thank you so much. We'd love thank to you have you back much, anytime. I'd love to come uh, back. I really want to talk, talk about wrestling all night. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, t- let's talk about some wrestling then. Love it. All right. Talk to you soon, dude. Later. Right. Thanks. Guys. Bye. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work. <laughs>